Welcome to the Direct Snap Dads Podcast, where we cover the best in football. And now your hosts, Tyson and Luke Randall. Hey everyone, welcome to the Direct Snap Dads Podcast. My name's Luke Randall and I'm joined by my brother Tyson Randall today. Tyson, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Luke. I'm super excited for our show today. We've got a good one coming up here. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, so we had an awesome wild card weekend. What'd you think about that? Oh man, it was great. There were some crazy, crazy matchups, crazy games. A lot of fun <laughs> NFL action going on. <laughs> so entertaining, man. Some of these games came right down to the wire. Yeah, it was a great weekend for sure. So listeners, you're in for a treat today. Tyson and I are going to take you through the wild card weekend matchups. And then afterward, we're going to preview the divisional round and give our own predictions for where we think this season's going to end up. So Tyson, Saturday had a couple good matchups. Well, at least one good matchup. But you take us through the most boring game of this weekend first. Take us through the Colts and Texans. All right. Yeah. So the Colts and Texans, uh, like you said, it was probably the most boring game out of the four that happened this weekend. <laughs> um, and the reason for it, it should have been exciting. Like you would think, like on paper, these two teams, it's a divisional matchup. Should be exciting, but it, it really wasn't. The Colts the Colts put the game away early and blew the Texans out of the water. The, and and I, I even texted Luke during during the game and was like, looks like the Texans are going for another playoff shutout. Yeah, was that was the first word I heard all weekend. And so I checked and what did it end up being 21 to 7? 21 to 7. It was 21 to 0 at halftime. And the Texans actually got beat by the Chiefs two or three years ago, like 30 to 0. I remember that. In, in Houston. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just thought it was kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, so the, the game, while not exciting uh, as far as, like, competition-wise, I think there were some uh, good things that kind of stood out here. Andrew Luck certainly led the Colts to victory here by putting together some good numbers and leading the offense. He had two touchdowns in the game. Kind of the standout player, in my opinion, was Marlon Mack, uh, the Colts running back. He had a big ground game, kind of just kind of shut the Texans down early. Uh, their defense, he put up 148 yards and had a touchdown. And that's that's opposed to the Texans, who only got like 105 yards of total offense. Oh, wow. So he, so he Sounds like they shut yards. Watson down. Oh, yeah. So Mack by himself outgained the whole Texans offense. So <laughs> pretty crazy. <laughs> pretty boring. Wow. I heard that the Colts had a bad running game earlier this year. It seems like there was talk. I don't know if they changed their running backs up or something, but it sounds like they've made some good adjustments because I remember hearing back in the earlier part of the year, back when the Colts, didn't the Colts start 0-5 this year or 1-5 this 1 year? 1-5, yeah. Yeah, it was around that time where they said their running game, they, they had a joke of a running back. I remember hearing Mark Sessler or someone say, but – um, I don't know what adjustments they've made, but it sounds like Marlins just destroying, destroyed the Texans. So, oh yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, the Colts did start one and five. They've won every game since then. So that's insane. They're a dangerous team. Oh yeah, they're they're definitely the team I would be afraid to play. They're they're going to be playing the Chiefs come this weekend, and I, I'd be worried if I was the Chiefs a little bit, especially because. You know, wild card teams, they kind of gain that momentum. It doesn't matter where they're playing. They're, you know, if they're coming in hot, they're tough to, to shut down. 
Tyson, first take us through the evening game for Saturday. Seahawks heading into Dallas to take on Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and company. Let us know about that one. For sure. So I've got a couple things here I was I was thinking about during the game, and I was actually able to watch most of this one. Ezekiel Elliott, 26 carries, 137 yards, a touchdown. The, the running game kind of started out slow, but it really ended up being the one of the main keys in the game, I think. The Cowboys' time as possession, they had the ball like the whole game. The running game kept going. They did really well in that that regard. I, I think Russell Wilson's amazing. He's elite. He, he could have come onto the field by himself and played the whole game by himself, and the result <laughs> would have been the same. You know, it, it does help to have Tyler Lockett and Doug Baldwin. I don't want to take away from from how good those two are, but Russell Wilson is really the the keystone to that team. You know, the it seemed it seemed to me like the Seahawks kept trying to push the running game, and I think Wilson probably could have taken over and won the game if they would have let him. Uh, he ended up having a 105.3 passer rating, which is really incredible. That's good. Um, he even better than Dak, and Dak Dak was the man for the Cowboys. And that brings me to my favorite play of the game, Dak Prescott. I, I don't know if you saw it, but his uh, it was third and 14. They were pretty close to the goal line. And instead of he throwing the ball, there wasn't anyone open, so he just took it and ran it. He kind of did a head-over-heels flip when they, they hit him, like, and he landed right down at the goal line there. You know, kind of like that John Elway play in the Super Bowl when he, he kind of took the team on his back and that helicopter spin play. You told me that the 37-year-old doesn't want to win a championship. Right, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't quite as epic as that, but it kind of reminded me of that. He just kind of just dove in there and on the next play got the quarterback sneak, put the Cowboys up 24-14. The Seahawks kicker got hurt uh, before halftime there with that field goal attempt that he missed. Um, And so the punter became the kicker (laughs) for the Seahawks. And some of the footage of him trying to kick field goals at halftime was hilarious he <laughs> he he could not kick and his onside kick was absolutely horrible uh that kind of sealed the game for the cowboys there at the end cowboys ended up winning 24 22 this was not a kicker's weekend <laughs> oh yeah no for sure and this was unless just if you're the up. kicker for unless if you're the kicker for the los angeles chargers uh over in baltimore <laughs> What a game that was. I I felt that the Sunday games overall were better than the Saturday games. That Texans-Colts game really kind of took down the mojo. It was a slow start to the weekend. But by the time we hit Chargers and Ravens, we were running on all cylinders. And Oh, yeah. Chargers came in in their beautiful white uniforms. They were looking good. They were confident. They were jumping around, being crazy. They knew they were going to win that game. I could tell. And this is the game that I was most proud of my prediction, calling them to beat the Ravens, because just three <laughs> weeks ago they had gotten their butts handed to them. And uh, now they came in there and showed them who's boss, and the Chargers have the momentum. It started off great. The Chargers actually ended up being ahead 23-3, to and then the Ravens made a final push and got two touchdowns, which had me really worried that the Chargers were going to do classic chargering and let them back into the game and lose at the last minute. But a forced fumble at the last second by their... I believe it was their rookie, number 54, one of their rookie picks, second-round pick. Melvin Ingram, yeah. Melvin Ingram made the the strip. They landed on the ball and ended up sealing the game there. But props to Lamar Jackson. He had a rough game most of the – I mean, the first three quarters were awful, but he bounced back in the end and almost led the Ravens back. He's got a bright future, but thank goodness – 
for me at least as a Chargers fan, they locked this one down. Phillip Rivers took a lot of hits, and he also had a great run where he took another lick and i believe he is 37 years old himself (laughs) talking about the 37 year old men that want to win a championship rivers is due and he showed it during this game so a great effort by the chargers yeah rivers rivers needs that super bowl i mean his his qb class eli manning ben roethlisberger they all have rings it's time for philip rivers to get one i think one one thing i don't know if you noticed during the game but there was a lot of talk at least in social media about all the Ravens fans wanted Joe Flacco to come in to replace Lamar Jackson because he was playing so poorly. Yeah, there was definitely talk of that. They were hoping that Flacco could catch his classic playoff fire and bring him back in. And I don't know if that would have happened had he come back in. We'll never know. But I know that John Harbaugh wanted to send a message that he trusts his new quarterback and that he is the future face of the franchise. So um, I I respect the decision not to put Flacco in. Yeah, I understand the fans kind of wanting that. Flacco does have a ring. He's, you know, he's experienced in the playoffs. But I I agree with the Ravens' decision to to leave Lamar Jackson in. If he's the guy you're going to trust for the next long while you know leave him in that playoff game because he's got to get the experience no matter how poor he plays and he, he did end up playing well in the fourth quarter you almost had a heart attack in your text to me. <laughs> i did i almost had a heart attack i seriously watched the game go from 23 to 3 to 23 to 17 with the ravens having the ball with over a minute left it was very concerning but again ingram came through sealed the game that was a huge sigh of relief for me because that would have been the most devastating loss if they would have dropped that 23 to 3 lead in the last five minutes of the game so props to the ravens for coming back in the chargers historically have a tough time sealing games late uh, but they were able to make it happen this time and I'm with them all the way. I hope that they take it all the way to the Super Bowl and get Rivers his first championship. Yeah, I, I want to see that too. I'd love to see the Chargers win a Super Bowl this year. It would be so, a little unfortunate for the San Diego fans, but uh, right, <laughs> they, they yeah, all those years. It. I feel like San Diego fans are kind of jumping back on with the Chargers. Uh, most of their fan base still is out of San Diego, but it's still uh, a team. The Chargers are kind of a rogue organization now. They have fans scattered everywhere. All the people that feel like underdogs that don't have a place to go are gathering to the Chargers now. And it's funny that that's happening because they're good. I feel like if they were 2-14 and 14 this year, that would not be happening. Nope. All those people would be staying down in San Diego. <laughs> that's very true. Yep. <laughs> no yardage after you've been hit by McKayer, the cornerback. All right. Well, the final game for the weekend was the Eagles heading into Soldier Field to take on the Bears. Foles caught fire. These Eagles now are legitimately dangerous. I had called the Bears to win this game, and the Bears probably could have and should have won this game had it not been for the last-minute field goal by Parkey that was missed. And before they iced him, he actually nailed a 43-yarder when they called the timeout. And then he, I don't know if he overthought it or what, but he's getting beat with the soap in the locker room uh, after that. So everyone's really upset at Cody Parkey, except for the Eagles fans. And I don't know if you saw afterward the game they were reviewing the footage that the kick was actually tipped uh, oh, was it? by a, by an Eagles defender. He got a slight, at least it looked like from the footage, he slightly got a finger on that ball. Oh, and I didn't so, know that. So it may or may not have been all Cody Parkey's fault if they actually... Uh, I guess I didn't look closely enough at it, but what a game this was. This, this was probably the most exciting back and forth game uh, of this week 
weekend. The Eagles, they came in hot, um, but so were the Bears. I mean, Trubisky played very well. Uh, every Both teams were deserving of the win, but in the end, the Eagles came out uh, on top. And what were your observations from this game, Tyson? Yeah, so this was one I was actually kind of proud of myself for picking the Eagles to win this game. Yeah, uh, I I was surprised for sure. I thought the nine and seven Eagles weren't going to do it, but they sure got it done. Yeah, I think I think the experience. The the other thing, and I just kind of wanted to talk about this for a second. I think Nick Foles is great. Um, I'm not a huge Eagles fan, but but I I really like the Nick Foles narrative that's going on. He's four and one in the playoffs now. I think of this little farm boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not a farm boy, but he's like this this folk hero for for the Eagles fans out there. He started out his career with the Eagles, had a really good, you know, beginning to his career, and then he kind of slumped a little bit and got passed around to the Rams and Chiefs. And then they brought him back. The Eagles brought him back, and he, he as a backup quarterback. And then when their you know Carson Wentz got hurt, Nick Foles kind of stepped in and and kind of took you know he took the team to the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl, um, and I think the team really really likes him. I think the the team really trusts him to to go in there and win those games. I think that's really what the Eagles had going for him in this game. Besides their defense being amazing, the, the Bears defense is obviously one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. Uh, but the Eagles showed that their defense is right up there with them. You know, it was low scoring, 16 to 15 in the end there. But I think this this Eagles team really trusts Nick Foles. They kind of, he kind of galvanizes the troops, mm-hmm. you know. That he mm-hmm. makes them believe they can win. And, you know, they beat the Rams, the Texans. They beat a couple playoff teams. Um, and he kind of showed hit how he can lead this team. Um, and I, I think the Eagles had that going for him. That's That was kind of my thought going into this game when I picked the Eagles. You know, they've been there. I, I was actually kind of surprised the Bears lost, though, because they – I think they were the better team. <laughs> uh, yeah, both especially. defenses were incredible. So it was, it was definitely a defensive battle, low-scoring game, uh, 16-15. But yeah, at the end of the day, uh, the Eagles won out. It was it was so close, though. It was, a, it was a great game. And I was on the edge of my seat, even though I don't care for either of these two teams. Um, right. I didn't really care to see either of them go to the Super Bowl. But it would be kind of neat to see the Eagles go repeat with the adversity they've had coming in as a nine and seven road team and for those i I just want to explain too for those that didn't see the kick it was pretty epic (laughs) epically (laughs) bad the ball was kicked and it bounced off the goal post bounced off the bottom the the side of the goal post and then it bounced off the bottom of the goal post and bounced out so it was like no one kind of knew what happened i saw videos of eagles fans destroying their tvs because they thought cody parkey made it (laughs) <laughs> and then there's the then there's the Bears fans who who knew he missed it. They were destroying their TVs as well. It was so close. And uh, Parky's hit the crossbar five or six times this season. It was oh, unusual. Man. Al Michaels was like unbelievable. Like he couldn't believe that he hit it. It was his fifth or sixth time this season. So that's pretty ridiculous to hit the crossbar that many times. Four times in one game. I, oh, yeah. I heard somewhere. Four yeah, times in one game. I think he did. Yeah, and. Cody Parkey's helped me out a lot this year with, you know, he missed the field goal in this game, which gave me the Eagles pick. And earlier in the season, he missed a field goal in overtime against the Dolphins that would have won that game for the Bears. I remember that game. That was a good game. Yeah. That was one of the better games of the season. (laughs) Yeah, that that was a good one. So I'm a Cody Parkey fan. I think he's helping me out. So... (laughs) Maybe I'll end up sending him some money on on Venmo as well. 
<laughs> so, so one of the stories here we were going to talk about is Eagles fans were actually sending Cody Parkey money over Venmo for missing the field goal. <laughs> <laughs> so for uh, you who don't know, Venmo is a financial app that you can send money electronically to uh, people anonymously or to your friends. And it sounds like he got maybe enough to tie him over until he could find some more work. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, and the, I think the funnier part about this story is like after people caught on to what was happening, there were a ton of fake Cody Parkey accounts that got set up. People were trying <laughs> to get Eagles fans to pay them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Oh, the NFL is a wonderful little circus sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tyson, let's take a look at the divisional round that's coming up here. We have got another great weekend of football coming up, and I am excited to see this. Which matchup are you most excited for? Take us through that one first. Patriots and Chargers. The Chargers going into Foxborough there. The Chargers have beef with the Patriots. It's time the Chargers, you know, get their revenge on the Patriots for, you know, that 2007 game. All the times the, the Chargers have come close to beating the the Patriots. Um, I don't think it'll be easy for them. I heard uh, it's supposed to snow, so the football gods are smiling down on Tom Brady still, hoping that this snow will will discourage the Los Angeles boys from making a win here. Yeah, and maybe it'll bring out another tuck rule. Yeah, we could help. have another weird <laughs> thing like that happen. That was a California team that that happened against the Raiders. So could happen. We'll see. But I am going to go ahead and pick the Chargers in this game. I am confident that they have all the tools between their amazing receivers. 81 Williams has really stepped up, as well as Melvin Gordon is still looking pretty good. The Chargers have the weapons to take them down. This year, the Patriots defense has been more sluggish than usual. They haven't been as sharp as a typical Belichick defense. So I think this is the year that the Chargers need to come out and prove themselves against the Patriots. And this will be probably their easiest shot uh, to be able to do it. Not that it will be easy, but this you have the weapons. You have Keenan Allen. You've got Hunter Henry. Uh, their other oh. tight end who's fantastic. So they're going to have Gates and Hunter Henry. Three incredible receivers between Benjamin Williams and Allen, and then you've got Melvin Gordon still running on all cylinders. This is a dangerous offense, not to mention a defense that shut down the Ra the the Ravens' running game, which has been so acclaimed this year. So they're looking good. They've I'm taking the Chargers on this one. How about you, Tyson? I would love to see the Chargers win this game. I'm not going to pick them, though, because... <laughs> Just like you didn't pick Just, them against the Ravens. I, I didn't. And and if I keep not picking them, maybe yeah, they'll no win, win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I would love to see. But I, I think the Patriots are going to win this game. The Patriots are, uh, I don't think they lost at Foxborough this year. Maybe they did maybe one game. I, well, I don't that's think. That's what makes this game so interesting is that the Patriots haven't lost a home game and the Chargers haven't lost an away game this year. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be amazing. Either they haven't lost one or they only lost one, but they've they've won nine road games this year. So they that's are crazy. they are insane right now. So it, that's what makes this matchup so intriguing. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm definitely excited to see this one. I do think the Patriots will win. I think, you know, Tom Brady's, you know, he's still got stuff in the tank. The defense is the part I am worried about, but I think Belichick with that home home field advantage can can really probably put something on the Chargers. And I, I think I kinda... the way that the Patriots will win this one is if the Chargers have a turnover or make a couple big mistakes and that Foxborough crowd gets into it, 
then they're going to have a really hard time getting back into it. That's going to be the Patriots ticket to get an early lead and take over the game. I kind of liked the, I don't know if you noticed the, the chargers, uh, defensive setup for a lot of the game versus the Ravens. Seven DBs coming uh-huh. in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that, that was that genius. It was very, very inventive. And I, I was thinking that would probably work against the Patriots as well. I'm sure the Patriots will try to establish the run game early if the Chargers can shut that down and force Tom Brady to to get in there and start throwing some passes. Because, you know, he's still good, but he's he hasn't been as good. You know, his accuracy hasn't really slipped, but like he hasn't made as many of the pat, big throws that he has in the past. If the Chargers come in and play like they did in Baltimore, then they'll have a real fighting chance to win this game. The defensive tackle meets head on and knocks him backwards. So our next game uh, going into... Uh, this divisional round weekend uh colts at chiefs let's talk about an afc or the other afc game and talk about a team that the chiefs who have a horrible playoff history don't want to see coming into their (laughs) building i cannot imagine the pressure and the nerves that andy Reid and company have with this red hot fire team coming in with andrew luck I, I don't know. The Chiefs have everything going for them. They've got the home field advantage. They've got the number one offense in the league. But they had that bye. And, and like I said earlier, the, the teams that play in the wild card round, they kind of get their mojo and they come mm-hmm. in rolling. And I just have a feeling about this one. I feel like the Colts are going to pull this one out. I don't know why, but I just don't quite trust the Chiefs. They They need to prove me wrong this week and get a victory in Arrowhead. But they just, they've had such a great year. I just hope they haven't peaked too early and the Colts come in on fire, but we'll see. I don't know. Who are you picking for this one? I, I'm actually going to pick the Chiefs here uh, <laughs> just because, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that they, you know, aren't hung over from the bye week. I hope Pat Mahomes comes in just as strong as he was in the regular season. Tyreek Hill, all those players that, that they had going. I, I think that that offense may you know the Colts defense is playing really well right now but that offense may be something that they can't handle but we'll see I'm going to pick the Chiefs and this this is one of those years where yeah both of the both of the AFC games I feel are coin tosses I feel like I could easily see any of these teams winning honestly and as far as the NFC goes I could see any of these eight teams that are left winning the entire thing under the right circumstances and we said this last week but I'll reiterate it's just going to come down to the small details small plays assignments being made blocks being made tackles being made and we'll see where this goes it's an exciting postseason this year oh yeah it it definitely is and and I totally agree every game's a coin flip and so I, you know, I we could be right or wrong on on a lot of these. And I think we were both game. Oh, were you three and one last week? I was two and two. I, I was three and one. Yeah, you were the three Eagles, and one. I was two and two. Yeah, the Eagles put me over that, and and I I wanted to pick the Chargers, and I feel bad I didn't, but at the same time <laughs> I'm I'm glad I didn't because if I did pick them, they probably would have lost. <laughs> yes, <laughs> everything revolves around you, Tyson. I'm just it, kidding. It, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Take us through the Cowboys heading into Los Angeles to take on the two seed, the Rams. All right. So this game is one I'm I'm really excited about. And this is actually my, I think my, my upset pick of the week. I'm going to pick the Cowboys in this game. I think that the Rams are one of those teams that peaked too early there. And don't get me wrong. The Rams are an amazing team. They've got, you know, one of the best offenses in the league. 
Uh, their defense is a, not as good, but they've got a lot of star players on their defense. Aaron Donald, uh, you know, they they do have the pieces there on defense. You know, L.A., is that stadium is going to be packed with Cowboys fans. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a home game for the Cowboys, uh, you know, kind of like in Dallas because the Cowboys fans are that, you know, they're that fan base that travels real well. And that that stadium bunch of wealthy Texans, right? Yeah, they're 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 going to be packing that stadium, and with the the way the Cowboys' defense is playing, uh, the way the Cowboys' defense shut down the Saints earlier in the season, I think that that defense is going to be the one that's going to show up. It's going to shut down Jared Goff. It's going to shut down Todd Gurley, and and I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. That was such a convincing victory, the 13 to 10 win over the Saints. Convinced me that the Cowboys could be Super Bowl contenders this year um, if they get past the Rams here. And I'm actually going to go with you on this. I'm also picking the away team, the Cowboys, the quote unquote away team, <laughs> right. to come in and beat the Rams because I do feel that the Rams are an amazing team, but they may have peaked too early. And I will eat my words if the Rams end up winning this. Again, I feel it's a coin flip. But I just feel like the Cowboys have that momentum and the bye week could be detrimental to the Rams. So we'll see how that one turns out. (laughs) Finally, we have the Eagles, Nick Foles and company coming in to take on the Saints in New Orleans, a very difficult place to play. But I just have stopped doubting Nick Foles and this team after watching them beat the Bears, when have they won three straight now? They've won three really convincing victories. Yeah, the Eagles won the last three games of the season, and then the the playoff game against the Bears. They're they're Bears. on a four and zero run right now. And with I Nick will Foles. give them. I, I you know they they seem unstoppable. I realize that that Bears Eagles game could have gone either way. It came down to a kick. The Eagles very well could come into New Orleans. However, I am going to pick the Saints. I feel like I have to take the safer bet here. As much as I am amazed with Foles and the Eagles, I would rather be surprised and just be like, wow, I keep predicting the Eagles wrong than be like, oh, I underestimated Drew Brees, Kamara, Thomas, and all them. So I feel like the Saints are the all-around package. Right, yeah, I totally agree. I do think the Saints are the entire package. Their, Their offense is incredible. Their defense is decent. Um, I, I think that they will win the Super Bowl. That that was my pick from a couple weeks ago. The, the Eagles are coming in hot, and I really think it's going to come down to how well the Saints' defense plays. Um, I, I know the Saints' offense is going to play well. I know the Eagles' defense is going to play well. I think the Eagles' offense will play with well with Nick Foles, but I don't know about the Saints' defense. They struggled that Week 17 against the Panthers, uh, their first team defense struggled against that Panthers. Yeah, that was uh, discouraging to see for Saints fans. Yeah, so I don't know. This this is the that that's the real question for this game is are this is the Saints defense going to come to play? If they do, the Saints are definitely going to win. If they don't, they you know it could go either way. The Eagles might win. I'm I'm going to go with you though. I'm going to pick the Saints in this game. I believe in Drew Brees. I think he's I don't I don't know if I dare say this the best quarterback in the playoffs this year out of so many. I mean. You know, you've got Foles, Brady, Rivers, Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Dak, Goff, like all these guys. I think Breeze might be the top guy right now. Not discounting Super Bowl rings. We know Brady's got all of those. 
but <laughs> but as far as skill and 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 everything i think breeze is has got it you know he's got the experience on mahomes i think mahomes has the best arm but breeze kind of has that experience and so i, I that's I'm what pick- i worry about with mahomes is is pressure he's so young and and he's kind of like lamar jackson in the sense that you're not sure how he's going to react in these big situations that goes for dak prescott as well uh, I don't know how they're both going to fare. Whereas I feel Luck, Brady, Breeze, Foles, Rivers, and maybe even Goff are a little more experienced. Not Goff, not so much, but some of these other guys, they they might be able to stand in and handle the pressure a little better. But they could prove me wrong. Anyone has the chance to prove little Luke Randall wrong with his <laughs> predictions. So uh, right. it's going to be a great divisional round this weekend, and we're really looking forward to it. Um, and we'll check in next week to see how how our picks ended up being. Yeah, um, it sounds like we've got round. two of the two of the same and two opposing. This sounds about like Wild Card Weekend was. Right. All right. So Tyson, as far as potential Super Bowl matchups out of the eight teams that are left. Who do you want to see? What would be a great Super Bowl in your opinion? So I, I think one of the best in my opinion, and this was my pick from a couple of weeks ago, I still think the Saints versus Patriots would be the ultimate matchup out of out of this group. Uh, Brady versus Breeze. We didn't get to see that last year uh, because of the Minnesota miracle. Uh, but I think that this, this is the Super Bowl everyone wants to see with the, the two quarterbacks. Uh, that, that's my number one. I would also like to see the Cowboys versus Patriots. And I mentioned before, uh, you know, everyone's going to hate me for saying that because nobody, everyone loves the Cowboys and then loves the Patriots and everyone hates the Cowboys and hates the Patriots. I they're, hate both those teams. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're both so-called America's team. So, and this would show us who actually is America's team. Me out of uh, defiance. I'm so sick of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Although I feel like they have a great shot of making it again this year. Um, I would love to see the Chargers against anybody, but I'll tell you, the Battle of L.A. would be fun if it was the Chargers against the Rams. Uh, It'd be fun to see those two relatively new teams bringing attention to that city that has been starved for football for a while, and we'll see if they can handle two franchises being there. I know in the past they have failed to do so, but that'd be great publicity, and I feel like it'd be a very well-covered and fun Super Bowl to go to. Um, with two Los Angeles teams, I, totally I want agree. to. I want to see Andy Reid and the Chiefs go to a Super Bowl. I would love to see them win a Super Bowl, definitely over the Patriots. However, I'd be really worried about them facing the Patriots in an AFC Championship game, and then I'd also be worried against them with the Chargers as well, where the Chargers beat them earlier. Um, it's just one of those things that they have a tough road, and I can't believe in them until they win two more games. Um, mm-hmm. Chargers beat them at Arrowhead too, didn't they? Yeah, they beat them at home. The Chargers have been on fire when they're on the road because they don't have much of a home stadium anyways. So they've learned to fight for each other. That's their uh, slogan this year is hashtag fight for each other. Uh, <laughs> that's because they felt that no one believed in them. So it's the team, but they're they're gaining fans pretty quickly. I, you know, I feel like it's going to be Saints and Patriots. There's a good chance. I am not as excited about that matchup. I do think it'd be interesting to see Brady and Breeze, but I feel like I'd love to see a team that hasn't been for a long time. That's why the Chargers and Chiefs would be my two that I want to see the most. Unfortunately, they're both in the AFC, so we're going to have to see either the Saints, Eagles, Rams, or Cowboys. 
I wouldn't mind seeing the Cowboys. Normally, I wouldn't say that, but it's been a long time since they've been to a Super Bowl. Um, and then I'd love to see the Rams in the Super Bowl as well. I'd like to see Foles repeat. So for me, the NFC overall, the NFC, eh, I'll take or leave anyone that ends up there. I don't care as much about the NFC, but I care quite a bit about the Chargers, and I still care about the Chiefs getting there. So the AFC is more exciting for me, but I'll be kind of bummed if the Colts or Patriots make it, which is totally possible. Yeah, and, and just off script here, I, I keep saying the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I don't want to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I don't <laughs> We're so the- sick of them. Yeah, I, sorry, I Patriots fans. Yeah, sorry, Patriots fans. But I don't want to see Tom Brady in another Super Bowl. Um, well, and especially I don't want to see them win another Super Bowl. <laughs> that, that's the thing. I would like to see Brady versus Breeze, but I, as long as Breeze wins, <laughs> you know, I want to see the, the the Saints win that matchup. And uh, you know, I only say the Cowboys and Patriots because that's like the the two biggest fan bases in America, that would be a media circus. That would be like a, the, you know, the biggest, you know, two teams in America coming against each other. That's the only reason I say that I I'm with Luke. I, I, with you, Luke, I, I would love to see teams that haven't made it in a while. I would love to see chiefs versus Rams. I think that would be an amazing rematch from probably the most exciting game of the season. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Probably the most exciting game of the decade. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That, that would be an amazing Super Bowl match. So, and I, and yeah. I would also like to see the chargers versus anybody as well if the chargers make it and win, I would, I would love that. Yeah. They've been starved for some success. They got that fluke Super Bowl against the 49ers and got destroyed <laughs> back in 1994, 95 season. They deserve to go back and they need a win. Phillip needs a win. And that, you know, San Diego wants to win, even though it'd go to LA, they'd still count it as their own too. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully that'll happen. I'm really worried. It's going to be like the, the Patriots and saints, but <laughs> we'll see. So that's, yeah, we'll that's see. the most likely scenario I feel like, but we'll see what happens this weekend in Foxborough and in new Orleans and Los Angeles and Arrowhead. So all right, listeners, it is time for the featured football card of the week. Tyson, what do you got for us? All right. So the card I've got this week is a 2000 Tops Randy Moss football fever. Card. <laughs> I, remember I, that I don't know. Card. And uh, I, I, I bring this one because, uh, first of all, I love Randy Moss. I, I really liked Randy Moss when I was a kid. I actually had a Randy Moss jersey uh, when I was in, in middle school. Uh, that I would wear all the time. And he was kind of that player that, you know, when after Dan Marino retired that I kind of watched for a little while because he was exciting. He was kind of the hot thing. Um, and I don't know if you remember that Cowboys game, the the Thanksgiving game, Vikings-Cowboys. It was like 1998, and he scored like three touchdowns. I remember watching that because that was the year the turducken was brought out to him with the six legs. And Madden's like, what's a turducken? It's got six legs on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I remember watching that game vaguely, like just to see Randy Moss. I don't remember him, you know, putting up the video game numbers like he did. But, but he, you know, that game's a classic in in my opinion. And I've watched that. I've rewatched that on YouTube a few times. The full game is available on YouTube. So you guys should check it out for sure. It's an excellent game, excellent performance. And you're right. It's a video game like performance by Moss. 
Yeah, and and that's why I brought this card is because I I really like Randy Moss. Um, it, it's and this is one of my cards. It's actually in pretty close to mint condition. I think I haven't really taken it out a whole lot. Oh, nice. Um, I really like it, and it's actually the only Randy Moss card that I have. So it's <laughs> it's it's kind of one of my favorite ones. So I figured Just that. Just a side be a good note one. on that Cowboys game. Uh, the Cowboys passed Randy Moss up. They were supposed to go with him, and that was interesting because he went in there with that fire and passion to show them what they missed out on. And I always love seeing someone stick it to quote-unquote America's team. Um, he wanted media, to play for the Cowboys. He did. He wanted to go there. They shut him down. They were like, oh, we're not going to take him. He's a he's a flight risk and all this stuff. But me being a 49ers fan, I love to see the Cowboys miss a good opportunity. <laughs> so, Yeah. Definitely a classic game. All right. Well, it's time for the random number generator. So what Tyson and I do on a weekly basis is we pick a number between 1 and 99, and then the other one describes the first player that comes to mind when they hear that number. Uh, so Tyson, I think I went – I think I think um, I gave you a number second last week, so let's do the opposite this week. <laughs> okay, yeah. And just a disclaimer on this. Last week we <laughs> – we had a number that I had, I had no idea who, you know, nobody came to mind. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I totally, 45. totally bombed it. Number 45. Yeah. There's, there's not really any great 45s in, in the league. Not in the so, NFL. <laughs> so, so that could happen folks. Uh, it does just, happen. Just so there's you know. some numbers that are just like, what? And I already generated my number before this podcast and it's pretty funny, but um, I think I'm supposed to give you a number first and you're not going to believe this, but the number this week for you is 44. 44. Yeah. So it's a number right before 45. We're just crawling oh. down slowly. Oh my goodness. Let's see. So the first person that came to mind was uh Vic Beasley, I think. No he, way. Is he, is oh, he number funny. 44? That's, that's not who came to no- mind for me. I've got I've got a, a player that you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, when I say it. Okay. <laughs> who who did you think of first? I immediately thought of John Riggins, the John- diesel. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Just yeah, I- running over the Dolphins in that Super Bowl. I thought you would have thought of him, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised I didn't. Yeah, Vic Beasley's the he's on the Atlanta Falcons. He's a linebacker. Oh! Oh, I remember now. Yeah. So he was one of their top draft picks a couple of years ago, and he was he was a pretty big player in the the uh, Super Bowl that they blew against the Patriots, Super Bowl of fifty one. Uh, but I, I should have thought of John Riggins. That's a classic forty four jersey. Yeah, I feel like John Riggins being number forty four. I really I'm looking at all the other players who have worn forty four, and I don't recognize any of them. I'm, I'm trying to look here to see. Is number four. Oh, uh, you know, there is one other classic, kind of classic. Tom Rathman was 44 from the 49ers oh, back yeah. in the glory days of the 80s. He he was that one rumbling in the end zone when they killed the Broncos 55 to 10 in 89-90. And um, yeah, so I think I guess I would think Tom Rathman, but besides Tom Rathman and John Riggins. Uh, and, and Beasley, there's not really anyone that comes to mind, but I do think 44 worked out better than 45. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I actually was able to think of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I guess I, yeah, I forgot about Rathman, but <laughs> yeah. So I've got a number for you, Luke. All right. Uh, the, the number that I've got is number 27. 27 immediately takes me to Steve Atwater. He's okay. the first one that I thought of. I'm trying to think of other uh other 27s out there 
Mm, boy, 27. The, the first person I thought of, and this is kind of funny, was Terrell Buckley. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember Terrell Buckley. Terrell Buckley on the Dolphins was number 27. Uh, yeah. He played for the Packers, too, I think. Uh, and it was number 27 on the Packers. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's who I thought of first. I also thought of uh, Malcolm Jenkins on the Malcolm Eagles. Malcolm Jenkins on the Eagles, yeah, 27. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Comes to mind, he's 27. I'm trying to think. So there's a guy, I have a football card of his name's Barney Buse, Barney Boosie, Bussy. Uh huh. Do you, I don't know if you remember that card. He's on the Bengals, number 27. It's like the 1990. He's like got his arm up in the air. Oh, <laughs> off the Bengals? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was the third one that came to my mind when I thought of number. Who is, I mean, Kareem Hunt was number 27, wasn't he? Yeah, that's true. Uh, who was the other number 27 on the Chiefs? Was there a previous one that was kind of famous? No, Priest Holmes was like number 31, wasn't he? Or yeah, 30? he was like 31 or 33. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other, you know, but Steve Atwater is pretty memorable. He, he's got to be a Hall of Famer, I'm sure. Um, he's, yeah, he's kind of a big deal. Oh, any other 27s? Do you think of any other 27s? I'm oh, trying man. to missing anyone big. <laughs> yeah, let us Google know in searching. the comments if you guys think of anyone. Uh, just shoot us an email. Let us know. Uh, that way we'll give you a shout out in our next oh, show. And Here's a good anyone. one. Yeah. Here's a good one, and I probably shouldn't bring him up because he's a he's a criminal, <laughs> or was at one point. Ray Rice. <laughs> oh, Ray Rice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it's that's uh, another one there. Twenty seven is a pretty good number. Uh, we I think we had better numbers this week than than last week. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, if anyone out there can think of a NFL number twenty seven, uh, someone who wore the number twenty seven, send it to us on Twitter. Send it to us in an email, and maybe we'll mention you. On the and next Tyson, show. What, uh, let the listeners know what our Twitter handle is. It's kind of confusing, so we'll we'll make sure we get that. Yeah, there's a couple way a couple ways you can contact us here on the show. You can talk to us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Dad's Snap, and we say this every week: Dad's with an S, <laughs> Snap. So two S's right in a row at Dad's Snap, or you can email us at directsnappodcast at gmail yeah, let us know. We'd love to receive your email. Give us the players that you think of with these numbers. Uh, let Share a football card with us. Share a funny story or an NFL meme. We'd love to put it on the show for next week. My name's Luke Randall, joined by my brother Tyson. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great evening, everyone. We'll see you next time. <laughs>